First thing we need to know is that the eating we have in today's Avaidah, which is what Pesach is about, is something that we've discussed in the past many times, and that is <coughs> that any time you have a yichud, which means a coming together of a mashpia and a makabal, we're creating what we call a shefa. So in food you find that there's a eating l'shem shemayim and there's the eating l'shem taiva. The eating l'shem shemayim is in the madrega of yud kevavke. The eating that's l'shem taiva is on the madrega of aleph dalad nun yod, which is considered midas hadin. Now if you put both together for l'mashal a hat cholent on Shabbos, it is a mitzvah to eat hot food, and it is a mitzvah to have food that was put up before Shabbos. <coughs> mitzvah of chamin, and you eat it with kavana, and not just the shame taiva. So that is creating a shefa, and that word of Havaya and atmos that comes together is a word called Michael, mem, aleph, chaf, lamid, which all together is gematria 91 which is the same gematria as Havaya and Adnos, which is also the same gematria of Amen. <clears throat> Amen, we know, has tremendous kaiches. So this would be the same numerical value as Amen. So therefore, this also would have tremendous kaiches. Now, how do we relate this to Pesach? Now, we know it, that... Um, on Pesach, um, there's an Issa of eating chametz, and there's a mitzvah of eating matzah. You see a very whole slew of things that relate to the chametz and the matzah, and you see that these things, the difference between the mitzvah and the avera is mamish kuchot Tiniest, tiniest difference can make it. A few mashalom. <clears throat> a few mashalom. Number one, we know in order to make something chametz, the dough needs to rise 18 minutes. If it rises 18 minutes, then it's not matzah anymore, but it becomes chametz. If that's the case, Let's say he didn't get the dough into the oven until 17 minutes and 59 seconds. So you have one second where that piece of dough went from chametz to matzah. In a quarter of a second. Showing you what? That the difference between the ruchni and the gashmi is mamish a quarter of a second. Such a tiny, tiny difference. Another muscle. Another muscle. It would be. <clears throat> we know the Zayar and Safed Tzneisa. He starts off talking about a thing called a muscula. What is a muscula? Muscula is when you see the pictures. That they showed of the olden day scales. The olden day scales had a 
like a hinge in the middle, and on each side is, think of it as the palm of a hand, and a little tray, and <clears throat> let's say when a person is coming up to Eilam so that little tray can go in either direction. If you have more mitzvahs, so the mitzvahs will outweigh the various, and you have more various than various will outweigh the mitzvahs. What is the difference between one side outweighing the other? It could be the amount of weight as, let's say, a hair. Just to give you a much how important is a hair? If a guy was stroking his beard on Shabbos and he pulled out a hair, that hair goes on the scale. And that scale will now lean towards him having a virus. If he has a virus on the scale, it's just the weight of one little hair. It's nothing. And that little hair could turn him over to the Tzad Hadin. And for that, he may not keep the Gehenim, the, excuse me, the Ganadin that he's supposed to be keeping. Very scary. I mean, you see it with all mitzvahs. But you see it with matzah and chametz ten times more so. Because if you take the word matzah, and you take the word chametz, they both are spelled with a man and a tzaddik. And the matzah has a hay, and the tzaddik, and the chametz has a ches. And what's the difference between a ches and a hay? Is a little tiny gap. And in Allah in the Sefer Torah, not saying is that there has to be a gap. They can't be touching. When it's supposed to be a hay, if it's touching, it's a ches. If it's not touching, it could be considered a hay, and it could pass an entire Sefer Torah. So you see that the difference between chametz and matzah could be the tiniest, tiniest drop. It could be the thickness of a hair. The difference between a ruchni and a gashmi could be the size of a littlest, smallest hair. We also know um, that the difference between, excuse me, in everything in halacha, in Elchus Tarubas, and many other things, so if it's nice in town of Hagam, or if it's not nice in town of Hagam, Sometimes it's bottle bashishim. So if something that's there in the food that doesn't belong there, and then you went ahead and it doesn't have enough in it, so it's called considered that it's bottle, and therefore you'd be allowed to eat it depending on the circumstance. However, Khamit. Is it's not bottle, even Bemashahu, it's never bottle. Why? Why is Chametz never bottle and everything else can be bottle? So let's think for one second, why should that be? But since talking about a Ruchni, we're talking about switching over from a Gashmi of the food to the Ruchnis that is instilled in us from that food. And as you know, any morsel of food that a person takes inside his body, it doesn't just stay in his stomach. 
but it goes into his bloodstream and it goes from the highest part of his head to the lowest part of his toenail. It in, is incorporated into every fiber of his very being. So imagine if a person on Pesach ingested chametz, his whole body becomes chametz thick. And you see the same thing. If a person eats machalas asurais, if a person eats the food of a murderer, what's the food of a murderer? A lion hunts to survive. So he, his whole being, is, his whole existence is on killing other animals. It's what we call an animal of prey. And if you look in the Torah, you will see that there are no animals of prey that are considered kosher because the midah of Ritzicha is a midah that it doesn't belong in a Jew's body. Therefore, we don't eat any food. And if you look in the bird kingdom, the eagles, the hawks, the vultures, the ones that are flesh-eating, none of them are kosher. If you go into the fish world, sea world, you see that the fish that are fish of prey, dangerous fish like sharks and whales and, and piranhas, these are not kosher fish. Yes, fish do survive by swallowing other fish. But a fish that's a kosher fish, that has fins and scales, is not considered a fish of prey. Besides the fact that fish, there's no iron horror by fish. But the point is that anything that has what we consider a bad meter, or we'll call it a clipper, we don't want that ingested into us. Coming back to Pesach. Pesach, the matzah, there's nothing there. It's only pure lechem, wheat, and water. And it's showing us that just like it has the ability to become chametz, but if we leave it in an unmessed up stage, it could be ingested in us as a total ruchni. And we could become on a much higher ruchniistic level what do we have to do with it? You have to see yourself as if you came out of Mitzrayim, that you are the holy Madrega. Klai Yisrael was able to throw off all the bad influences of Mitzrayim. They were able to get rid of all the Klippas, and they were able to only focus on the, on the Kedusha of that Ruchni. The chametz represents the klipa. It represents the bad influence. It represents the eating l'shem taiva and not the eating l'shem sustenance or the eating in order for us to be mekayim and do a mitzvah with that eating. Just what is Pesach? Pesach is the birth of Klal Yisrael. So by the birth of Klal Yisrael, it has to be done we have to get rid of all the negative influences we have to ingest only foods that don't have any negativity to it and on that we could raise ourselves to a higher madrega we say that I got the whole achmanya just I'm giving one much I'm not obviously going through the whole I got the this is the poor man's bread. It's What does it mean, a poor man's bread? 
it means it's a man that's eating this bread, is eating it mitoch ruchni, not mitoch gashmi. So yes, and the gashmi is thicker level, he may not be considered the rich man, but in the ruchni is he is. And how do you see that? We know that a dal is considered a poor person, but a doyle omashke is somebody who's taking from what he has and feeding others, and that's only shaykh by igvir. And that's only Shaykh by a Talmud Chacham who has what's in the shout. So you see the Dakistik Achilik between a Dao and a Doila. So, of course, our job is that we should all become a Doila or Mashke. And not to say, not to be Mekayim our mitzvahs through Taiva. And yes, we're Mekayim the mitzvah, but at the same time, we're not being mekayimit on the highest madrega of kedusha we could attain. All we have to do is add the kavana, think the proper thoughts, and do it l'shem shemayim. And with that, we'll be zeicher to do the exact same thing, regardless of how much money you pay for a pound of matzah. And we'll be zeicher, Mr. Shem Tere Geulah